We are I. For those of you who've been following what's been happening in Canada, which is which is interesting, and this is in relationship to the um, the court's decision um, with Dr. Jordan Peterson and the Ontario College of Psychologists, and forcing him to go into you know retraining and you know like reeducation, you know because there's some social media posts that Dr. Jordan Peterson said. And uh, allegedly, some of the things that he said on uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast. Now, in the court's decision, they said something very interesting, which I think is an, a narrative that's happening in Canada, and something that everybody should be really alarmed about who lives here um, and values their autonomy as a human being. Now, in the court's decision, it said that although in Canada you do have a right to free speech. But Dr. Jordan Peterson is a part of a professional governing body, which may mean that he's only allowed to say certain things because he's governed by a professional body. And if the things that he says contradict what that professional body believes to be true and a narrative that they want to prescribe and put out to the general public, then he's not allowed to say that. Nobody is. Now, when you look at how scary this is, you know, and, and it really is fundamentally air quote scary is because like who gets to decide? Like who gets to decide again, like what that free speech is and who gets to decide with, with what opinion should be publicly promoted? And does this mean that when a, when you go to a psychologist that you are, you are obviously get, not getting clear in objective advice across the board? If they're only allowed to be able to say certain things, well, where does that go? Where does that stop? And how is that defined? Because that's one of Dr. Jordan Peterson's biggest arguments right now is, you know, this this retraining, this re-education is not defined because there is no category and there's not even a professional who is delegated the responsibility of this. There's no department. There's no guidelines. All these all of these narratives, this entire fictitious department that would allegedly do this retraining doesn't exist. So they're actually creating it in real time. Now, the part that's disturbing about this is that if you look at what this means to Canadians at broad, at mass, that if you have the right to free speech, unless if a governing body tells you it's not what is the narrative that they want to promote. Well, where else do you see this in Canada for people at mass? Well, you see that in regards to what our federal government is doing in limiting what we have access to here in Canada in regards to news and what you're allowed to post online and what you're not allowed to post online. We see this in regards to social media companies by things being labeled fake news or disinformation or malinformation and the, the craziest part about malinformation is that that is information that actually is true, but it's harmful to somebody or, or organization, which is insane. 
Like that alone by definition is insane. That's that's exactly the reason why you have free speech is to call out individuals and organization organizations who are lying with truth. And that is at the cost of their reputation. And this used to mean something to people. This cost used to mean something. Now we are protecting the people who are lying to be able to keep promoting a narrative that may not even be true. You see this, a lot of doctors and nurses complain about this during COVID that their governing bodies wouldn't allow them to be able to, you know, not or to be able to talk about an alternative to the vaccine. They were not allowed to be able to, you know, publicly come out and say, maybe you shouldn't take this, that there's harms to it. We know this. We know this all to be true now. So what are we really doing? You fundamentally, what what our governing bodies are telling us is that you fundamentally, we will tell you, we will tote you the carrot that you have free speech, that you can say things. But at the same time, we're going to tell you that we're not going to allow you to be able to say those things if they decide. Well, how is that free? And this is the irony that even in our national anthem about the having the word free, true, north, strong, and free. Well, what what is actually free? Well, we know free speech isn't free. Because there is a huge cost that comes to it. Because if you go against these orthodoxies or you go against these narratives, it's actually at great monetary cost, but at great social cost as well. Well, we know that land isn't actually free because, you know, we get taxed on the income that we use to be able to proxy purchase land that we don't actually own because the crown owns it. We are just kind of renting it from them and then trading in these promissory notes that the crown won't actually take that land away one day, but actually really can and has in the past. So what is actually free? You know, groceries aren't free. You know, obviously we just talked about land. So rent is not free. Electricity is not free. Our health care is not free. You know, these all get paid by way of the taxes that we pay, obviously. You know, education isn't theoretically free because we're all paying into a system. So like, that's not free. Like what is actually free? So in Canada, when we talk about, you know, the true North strong and free, well, what What in today, what in 2023, what in August of 2023 is free in Canada? Relatively nothing. Like when you look at the ability to be able to say and do things, it's that great censorship. And the worst part about this is, is it comes by way of self-censorship because of these governing bodies telling us that there will be implications If we don't abide by their rules, there'll be implications if we don't abide by their narrative. But whoa, let's let's turn the clock back 150, 200 years, 250 years. Well, that's not why these lands were created here in the West. They were created because this exact same thing was happening in Europe and in Asia. And this is why people had to come here. This same thing is still happening in countries and on continents around the world. And it has been widely adopted here, which is completely taken away the fundamentals of why these countries and why these 
air quote sovereign lands were created. This is the problem. And it keeps etching a little bit more towards censorship all the time that we will allow you to be able to see what we want you to see. Because from the federal government's perspective, if we censor news and we only allow you to be able to see what we want you to see, you'll only have a narrative. And we've seen through COVID that our own military here in Canada ran psychological operations that they got caught doing that promoted the government narrative in the news. So really what they're saying is between these organizations, we will only show you what we want you to see. So that you only have the opinion that we want you to have. And if somehow you access information outside of what we want you to have and see, we will sanction you for doing so. Especially if you make it public that you know that information. Because when you do, when you do speak with autonomy, when you do speak of truth, when you do speak in a position where you're not bullshitting people, people can see that, they can hear that, they can sniff test it. And that's why they gravitate towards that. That's why a lot of these people who are on places like Twitter and Spotify doing podcasts, doing shows, independent journalism. That's why these organizations are at an all-time high right now in viewership. And the traditional ones like Fox and CNN and MSNBC, Global News, CTV, you know, CBC, all these organizations are viewerships that are an all-time low because they're only trying to promote what they want you to see and hear and this is really just what governing bodies want you to see and hear and that's not why our lands were created they were created because people could converse people could freely express their opinions people could freely express their ideas and this is no longer relevant especially here in canada especially when you have our own military running psychological operations at the beginning of covid and admitting that they did it to be able to enhance the government, federal government's messaging, just to be able to run an experiment in air quotes, to be able to see if they could get people to buy into the government narrative even more. Well, we'll look at what happened to that government narrative and how fucking wrong it was. And they're not paying the cost. That's the problem is that the, these governing bodies don't actually pay the cost of the harm that they cause because we don't hold them accountable. Because our systems that have been put in place to hold these people accountable, they've whitewashed these so there's no longer avenues of accountability, which is terrible. So my question of the day is, if you're in Canada or you're in any other country around the world, like what is actually free? You know, when you look at that in your own country, what is actually free in August 2023?